we will definitely not shut up and dribble. The camp is here. I'm going to I'm going to continue to stand with the people. The camp is here. I will I'm not, not, not lose. lose. Yes, welcome, welcome, welcome. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you are here with we. My name is EJ, and I got my man. MH. Yes, he's a DB of the show. We are Black and Sports, giving a voice to the culture that won't shut up and dribble. And today, we're bringing you back inside the locker room where we talk about topics in and around the game. MH, you ready to do this? Yes, sir. All right, man. So the Naismith NBA Hall of Fame. Uh, just happened this last week, and we had a, a a decent roster of people come in. And it was um, kind of like um, um, an induction delayed, right, because of you know COVID go, um, restrictions and things like that. But it was good to see um, everything go go down. This uh, they were in Massachusetts, I believe, man. So uh, you got that list of who all went in? Yeah, Springfield, Mass, uh, Kobe Bryant, Tim Duncan, Kevin Garnett, uh, Eddie Sutton. Who's a coach? Rudy Tomjanovich. Hope I say it right. Coach. <laughs> right. Tamika Ketchens, uh, famous WNBA. Kim Mulkey, also a coach. Barbara Stevens, um, a coach at a Division Three, and Patrick Ballman, uh, a contributor uh, to kind of some international basketball, particularly in uh, Africa mm-hmm. uh, in the Olympics. So, good class. No, was, I mean it was a decent class, man. Um, you know, it didn't really spend a lot of time watching it. Did you get a chance to kind of tune in or, or, or follow up on it? Yeah, I always like to uh, look at it every year. Um, I do it a little different than the Pro Football Hall of Fame uh, because it's not necessarily just uh, the pros. It's kind of basketball um, united, I guess, is a good way to describe it. The, the uh, but, basketball. And, and yeah, yeah. Basketball. They, they, it's, a, it's a celebrating about basketball. I mean, there's there's a number of people that probably have opportunities to make the Hall of Fame that are not <laughs> in the NBA, um, the way it's going. But, uh, no, I obviously highlighted uh, Kobe getting in and, and Tim Duncan and Kevin Garnett. It's like uh, really getting old now to see, <laughs> you know, folks that we kind of grew up on watching and coming up to, you know, have their long careers and walk into the Hall of Fame. is It's kind of crazy. Well, I'm glad you kind of point those out. I mean, that's really, you know, the, the people that stick out when you when you read off that list, man. So um, KG was kind of said he was up first, right? I mean, he was the mm-hmm. – he said he wanted to go first, and he had one of the shortest, you know, speeches. Um, so what did you think about his speech and, and him getting in? Yeah, I mean, he, he, he took it back to his roots, um, talked about his intensity, came from his mom in, in, in South Carolina. Um, you know, I don't know if a lot of people understand that about his story because it seems like his story starts high school in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, Isaiah Thomas was his presenter. Uh, so the fact that he brought it back to the original, um, you know, shout out to South Carolina and then obviously Chicago, who you know developed his game. Um, and he shot out uh, Spencer Haywood, who kind of paved the way for the guys like him and Kobe to come out of high school to have an opportunity uh, I remember KG as like, you know, I remember he was the kid before he was big ticket, before he just became this angry KG. Um, <laughs> right. And then, yeah, to, to see him in the Hall of Fame giving a speech, uh, smiling and not, didn't cuss at all, 
uh, was surprising to me. <laughs> oh, he, he was super happy up there, man. I mean, he was definitely yeah. super happy. I giggled, of course, chuckled when he shot out Paul Pierce, which we'll get into that a little later. Uh, <laughs> well, I just thought that was funny. But, no, it was great for him to, you know, pay homage. And I think that's the time you do that when you get celebrated or recognized because it it's, you know, the whole thing, the village, right? You know, you had a lot of people. Yeah helping hand and he started with you know mom dukes and and getting that tenacity from her um i didn't know the 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 isaiah part you know so that was good for him to to say that like yo he gave me good advice and told me like nah man just uh go ahead and and get this check man you ready yeah go ahead (laughs) (laughs) go ahead get that get this brain man you got ready to play yeah you ready that they ain't seen nothing like you man so um so that was good and you did really hit because what's awesome is it is the 50th anniversary of spencer haywood rule so that was Mm -hmm. uh, rule and he was the first one and of course the rule has been called you know most people heard of as the one and done or or the portal or you know transfer but um the hardship rule excuse me so um it was good to see him um pay a tribute to spencer they shot him out in the crowd but also you know just some of the other guys that came before him so it was good that he did that that was dope for sure man up next was uh for me i was just kind of like i said perusing through it with tim he was uh interesting you know because i've you never heard him really speak so i was not really, for that long for sure <laughs> you know like just after game interview stuff you know and then especially as a professional to get your like speaking to the media um, kind of awareness or whatever from coach pop. <laughs> so it wasn't mm-hmm. like he had someone that was really um, adamant to speak to the public. So, you know, it was, it was good to see him get up there, but you know, the first thing he acknowledged was like, hmm, I hate doing this. <laughs> yeah. 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 It was really good. I mean, Shout out to the Virgin Islands who who brought him up as a swimmer. Uh, knowing that fact, I didn't I didn't know um, through some adversity and, and hardship with his his family that was kind of the reason why he turned to basketball. I didn't I didn't know that that portion of his story, right. uh, and also didn't know he can grow dreads at this point. I, I don't know where what part of it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but, when he walked, I was like, "Hold on, what is this hair?" And like, I of course I saw it before when he was you know going to be a coach. Coach, yeah. But, but, you know, that was just in passing. So to sit there and, like, look at it for a long time, I was like, hmm. <laughs> yeah, he, he still he's still hanging on to these bangs. I don't know <laughs> when he's about to go back to the fade. Uh, <laughs> That's hilarious. But, yeah, to, to see that was kind of interesting. And then, you know, shout out to, you know, Tim Duncan for uh, – or to the recruiting process. They kind of said, like, hey, you want to play with these random guys and – uh, there were some NBA guys that was come to the islands, and he played Open gym. Wake Forest. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Wake Forest coach saw him, gave him opportunity, and he, he played for four years. And you know, he's Tim Duncan, as we know it. Who doesn't get who doesn't get shot out enough or recognized enough with his accomplishments? You know, at five championships is five championships, and he was Straight up. yeah a figurehead of those championships. So he doesn't get enough love. And then to come out of a shadow, right? Like the biggest thing is like if you, you know, played under LeBron and you had to replace him or Magic or, you know, any of those like elite team, like the Admiral, like, I mean, he was the, the Spurs, right? Yeah. And yeah. to be in the big as well, to, to come like, okay, be Twin Towers and like, okay, I'm under his shadow, under his shadow and still like do the things that he's done, man. No, this is definitely, you're right. He doesn't get that, that credit or those kudos. 
I saw him shout out Pop. That was a, uh, you know, Pop looked like he was cussing him out under his mask. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pop, Pop then went uh, full saw, uh, jigsaw hey. from saw with with that hey. flow. Flow, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, nah, man, but I love Pop though, man. He's uh he's definitely an ally in the game. Um, and then one of the capstones, of course, was just having. Um, you know, the Kobe thing situation where Vanessa got up and, you know, she did her thing. And I mean, that was powerful for her to, you know, with that strength um, to get up there that long. And how, what, how, everything she put together, I just think was dope. I just think it was an amazing sentiment. Um, and I like what she said. You know, I know if you were here, you who you would think, you know, you would think, but I want to thank you. And I was like, yo, that's that's boss. Because, you know, he was the one yeah. he was the one that did it. So um, definitely like her message and interesting to have, you know, MJ up there doing it. Yeah, it it, it didn't get any easier. I was after watching, it, I felt all type of sad for the rest of the day. It just doesn't don't really get easy. It's been over a year since he passed. Um, and it's just like kind of that same feeling like, dang, Kobe, you know, really isn't here to get this award. And. She said something that I think is is really big and, and touching. She said, um, "You know, I'm gonna I'm not gonna thank, you know, everybody or try to shout out names uh, because I don't want to leave anybody out." Mm -hmm. um, and um, that really, I don't know, struck a chord with me because you kind of see what greatness is from a from a different perspective. Uh, you know, Kobe probably walked the path that you know not a lot of people walked. Right. Um, and sometimes in, in reaching greatness in any profession or any walk of life, you kind of got to walk those paths alone. So, you know, the fact that she was there for the majority of that career or that path to greatness. And, you know, she didn't really know who to thank or didn't want to leave anybody out um, is interesting. Right. And then at the same time, you know, the Hall of Fame is kind of that time where, we, you know, we've heard the phrase that says it takes a village. Well, the Hall of Fame is that time for that person that's getting in the Hall of Fame to really shout out that village. Yep. Um, so we we missed that little portion there. I'm glad she mentioned Kobe's uh, his parents. I know that's been kind of a controversy, but you know, obviously they gave birth and and and, and raised them to to be Kobe Bryant. So I'm glad he mentioned them, and then obviously Kobe's sister. Um, I, I was just glad he she mentioned something you know from Kobe's side. I don't know what the relationship was like, right? Uh, but they definitely had a part uh, in his upbringing and him being in the Hall of Fame. So they brought him yeah. in this world, <laughs> like yeah. you said. Right? That's the big part. Yeah. Um, and, and, and you're right; it is definitely tough because she wasn't in all of those kind of conversations, man. You know, you could think about. I'm I'm drawing a blank, but I believe there was someone that we had on the show uh, that talked about how he would come in and work, and he'd be in the gym. And uh, he was was that J was Jay talking about how he his yeah. in the gym and, yeah. just, and, and those are those things where you know those interactions that he has and and we saw a lot of it when he passes everybody like you realize how much he touched everyone so we we miss some of those moments or for him to shine those lights on the on the, on the people um, that he had those in, intimate things and I like the other thing that he shared um, is or she excuse me she shared about why he always played through, you know, pain and things like that, remembering the fans yeah. um, because he was there. And I don't know if uh, a lot of times sports and athletes really have that connection.
because we have so much access to them now with, you know, all the social media and, and, and the other things that people do. And like they have their own podcasts and all those other other forms. We touch really athletes more than we did back in the days when it was when it right. was saving up, sitting up in the nosebleed to go to a game. So I thought that was really dope when, when she shared that. Yeah. Now him and, you know, KG and even Tim Duncan, uh, they were kind of the connecting pieces to kind of some errors, right? Yeah. They, they came at the end of that, that Jordan 90s era, and then they kind of came through, the, obviously, the Lakers era, and then they, they, they played into the LeBron era or whatever you want to call this era now. So they were really the connecting piece to a lot of errors. So that's like basketball royalty with – I don't know. It is to your point. Uh, they they were on the part where you didn't really have connection with them. It was only through the nosebleeds, you know. Mm-hmm. And then they're at this point where you can DM them too, right? Um, right. So that's interesting. That's, that's, that is cool. That is cool. Definitely shout out to uh, Tamika Catchings. It was uh, good to see because um, she's still like really heavily involved in you know what's going on in the WNBA and, and with the the Pacers and the the, the Fever franchise. So um, definitely the 25th year with the WNBA, all the, the the strides and the things that they're doing. It's good to see you know them still recognize them and putting the people that are deserving of that as well. Yeah, and, and she she battled through her adversity herself with you know having trouble hearing and speaking. Um, <laughs> Um, and succeeding through that, that's an inspiration to not just young women, but just, you know, people in general that, that may go through some hard times or some adversity or have some, some elements that they can't control. Right. So all you did uh, start off saying kind of like some similarities or differences. How, How do you look at, you know, the hall of fame versus how the NFL does it? I guess I think, (laughs) go ahead. Go ahead. ahead. And I think it's a little easier. Easier is a bad way to put it, but it's at the same time, it's cool that they reach everybody. Uh, I think Barbara Stevens was a Division three coach. Okay, Um, for her to get love is is cool to be in the Hall of Fame. Um, Oh, you were talking earlier before we did the pre-show stuff. You were talking about um, the the media people. So I think Will Bond got something in. um, uh, Yeah, causing them receive some. You know, uh, participation. Trans- <laughs> yeah. yeah, they got they got a, a transformative media award uh, inside the NBA, and we it is. Uh, uh, no, they correct. they changed the game like a hundred percent. We should just do a show on, on the For joy sure. that they bring to the game. So it, it, it's sure. it's just it doesn't seem like as much of a celebration. It's definitely for it's like a family reunion more than a celebration. Uh-huh. Ah, so you you calling it coming to America too? <laughs> that's what you that's what you just called it. You like how I did that? Well, no, because yeah. it, it, it doesn't seem like you know it's ever really been a fan centric. You know, to where foot the, the shield, you go to the Hall of Fame. They're doing like you know the, the the teams are there, the crowds are there. They actually have a game and events around it. To where um, the Hall has a lot of events, but it's really for you know, the older play, you know, the older players and the younger players that get together, the inductees and their past teams and players and, and who's representing them. So it just seems more of like a close off situation. Yeah, I mean, football does seem like more of a, a elite fraternity that you get in if you get into the Hall of Fame. Right. Um, but also, I think it might just be the nature of the games. Right. We know 
the basketball player because we've seen his face for 20-something years. That part. We don't necessarily know the football player because he's behind a helmet in a jersey, <laughs> and we're at least 200 feet away from him in the stands, right? Absolutely. Or, or watching it on TV. So, like, you don't really know what that person really looks like or his story. Typically, two people um, on the field. Correct. <laughs> correct. <laughs> and the and the ball and the camera's only on the quarterback for the for the most part, right? So, right. So we don't really see them or know them like that. Um, so I think that may be a little. Uh, reason why it's different. So moving forward, man, um, you know, 2021, they announced, um, you know, of course the list, but, you know, just shining on some of the top names on, on that list. I think they're doing 16 people, 16 members for, for next year. And um, so we, we, we spoke on uh, the truth. Mr. Chris Paul is, is going to be inducted. So question for Paul me. Pierce. Paul Pierce, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. <laughs> um, who... Who you think would be his like uh, representative or whatever they call him that's going to to, to induct him? Who do you think he would do? Don't, don't say one of them strippers. <laughs> I wasn't gonna say that. <laughs> <laughs> but you were thinking it. <laughs> yeah, I was. I was really thinking somebody from a tip drill video about uh, <laughs> early two thousands. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, you know. I don't know. That's a good question. That's a good one, right? So, um, yeah, that, we'll, we'll leave that to the fans. If y'all, if y'all have someone, who do you think um, Paul Pierce would, would have? Um, Chris Bosch is coming in. I wonder if Chris, because you know Chris was doing those uh, those weird hairstyles, man. Um, so he may be <clears> rocking um, <laughs> them <laughs> Duncan dreads. And then your boy Chris Weber. Yeah, C Web. C Web after. Cause what's the I don't know the period, but he's been waiting. He's been eligible for like nine years to get in. So yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while. <laughs> it's been a while. Overdue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Overdue. He's he's a staple of not just you know NBA basketball. He never had that. I guess huge individual success or team success on the NBA level, mm-hmm. but he was also the staple of college basketball yeah, and the movement. And they and. I guess they didn't win a national championship either, but he he, he more than deserves uh, to be in the Hall of Fame. And it was super cool. Him and Jalen Rose connected on. They had like a uh, it was a pregame before one game, and Jalen Rose was interviewing C. Webb after the Hall of Fame was announced. See them talking on. They haven't <laughs> been on opposite mm-hmm. sides for so long. Right. So to see them talking uh, and and telling each other they love each other, man. That's that's how it should be. That's definitely how it should be. Mm. Well, hopefully things will be more open and it'll be a different time, man. We're getting on that that right trend. But uh, you got anything else for the people? Nah, man. We I've been arguing with some some folks about who's, you know, when the, every time the Hall of Fame comes up, you you always say, like, you know, does this current player, would he make the Hall of Fame? Would this current right. player make the Hall of Fame? Right. And I'm so sick of hearing about Draymond Green being a Hall of Fame. <laughs> Although he probably will, I just come on, man. That's not a Hall of Fame player, so we got to figure out <laughs> the rules and the uh, you know the qualification that it takes to get in the Hall of Fame. Uh, we definitely, I mean, with the NBA, it seems a lot of that stuff is shaky, right? Because like we, the MVP, on, you know, we still how many votes is Julius getting? <laughs> uh, I mean, he should get at least a fourth of the votes. <laughs> he's moved up. He's top five up. now. He's fourth now. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah, he should. He should get a fourth of the votes. No, no doubt. There no you doubt. Go. 
Well, hold on. So anyone else in that conversation besides Draymond that the argument uh, led to? Uh, well, so Ben Wiles was a part of this, this most recent class as well. And I mean, you could, <laughs> I don't think Ben Wiles can shoot better than me. Right. And <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, obviously he did other things than just shoot, but I think it matters in basketball. It's not like a defense end that just only is a defense end. Like right. you actually have to play offense. That's part of the game. And if you, you, you can't shoot better than booby that's sitting here, then I, I don't know what to tell you. You shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame either. Oh, that's funny. Well, let us know if you think there's anyone that should or, or questionable as far as the Hall of Fame classes through the years. Um, you know, we thank you uh, for checking out the show. Uh, please follow us on all of our social media platforms. You can catch the show anywhere that podcasts are played. Um, so check us out. Stay safe. Practice gratitude. And know we're rooting for you. Screaming, all us blacks got a sports and entertainment until we even. Assuming I'm rooting for everybody that's black. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Assuming I'm rooting for everybody that's black. Yeah. 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 Assuming I'm rooting for everybody that's black. Spat about two racks on handmade new rags. Assuming I'm rooting for everybody that's black. That's everybody from sports to college class to rap and back.